rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast, a Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 52 of The Cosmic Force. And tonight, we have a very special night planned because we got to talk to Ario Anandito earlier, uh, actually about a week ago. So we're going to be airing that interview uh, a little bit later on tonight. Uh, But before we do that, we do actually have some news. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into the show and start with our introductions, where we always do. Emma, how's it going tonight? Oh, doing good. Hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, the show's going to be really exciting. We had a ton of fun. I think uh, I think you can tell. And Ario's such a cool cool guy, and it was a lot of fun to talk to him. He's so passionate about Star Wars. And we also got some news today uh, that we're going to share with you guys. So it's going to be a fun episode. It really is going to be fun. Uh, Caleb, how are you doing tonight? Uh, your, 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 your wife is in the chat because you said, uh, hey, it's going to be a, a, a nice, easy oh, night tonight, and then we're going to hang out and watch the show together. Exactly, exactly. You know, well, you know, it was, as you said, it's very, uh, it's very cruel of Star Wars of Disney to give us a bunch of news to talk about, but we'll go through that. We'll inform you all of what's happening in the wider Star Wars world, but then we'll roll that interview, which it's a really good time, like, I think this this has been like the highlight of our uh, of our show. I think all of us can say that pretty pretty much across the board. That this has been one of the greatest things that we've had coming, and I'm real excited for you to uh, see all this. Absolutely, Ario it was such an amazing person to talk to. Just just scheduling this, so to mm. to to be have him be show that passion uh, with with the four of us. It was it was a good time. So. And last but not least, uh, the last time for a little bit, Jacob, uh, this is, is your yeah. last show for a little bit before you uh, you take your summer internship. Uh, so, yeah. we're, well, like we said before, we'll figure out ways to get you involved uh, during your, your sabbatical, but uh, we're going to have fun. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, there's a good chance I just go AWOL. Like, you just, like, <laughs> I fly halfway across the world. You Like, I leave Slack. It, it's like... I'm out. We're wondering you know. if you're, no, you know, uh, had a plane crash or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, nope, I'm just having fun. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, this is my last show. So uh, fun to uh, go, kind of go out with a bang uh, for a little bit. Uh, but I'll be back in late August. Uh, still kind of working out the exact date. Uh, but yeah, um, happy to uh, share this uh, share this time with everyone. Yeah. Well, we're going to miss you until then. That's for sure. But we've got yeah, some uh, some awesome uh, awesome people lined up though. In the meantime, mm-hmm. uh, specifically, uh, I think I can say this: Timothy. He's going to be coming back uh, to to join us for a bunch of episodes, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Although we will miss you though, Jacob. We will, and yeah. and we'll have to figure <laughs> out ways that we can, you know, for Obi Wan want number one, or for for something else that that, that happens yeah. while, while you're gone. We'll have to figure out ways that we can get some sound bites or or something so that you can still have your presence in the show because it's uh i'll make you read the weekly pull list still if you, <laughs> if, you, if you want I'll send it send it in from my hotel room yeah exactly 
Well, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. You chose a heck of a night to join us live. Uh, we are a Star Wars comics podcast that broadcasts live right here on YouTube.com slash Utini every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. But if you can't join us live, that is okay because we're also available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. We are also a part of the Utini podcast network of shows in a Discord channel at Utini.com slash Discord with more than 1,000 members and dozens of channels to choose from. If you like what you see and you want to say thanks, then head on over to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash Utini, where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community involvement activities. So um, it's it's a slow comics week, uh, but we do have some news. Um, a little little event uh, called uh, Celebration is uh, is happening quite, quite soon. And uh, Emma... Um, there's there were some panel announcements today, and uh, I'll let you go ahead and, and knock out this first one. This, I'm really excited about, the, about about what this first topic is about. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a really cool panel. It's called uh, Exploring the Universe, the books and comics of Star Wars. Uh, it's on the fan stage at uh, on Saturday, uh, 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. Uh, if you can tell by my sarcasm by now, uh, this is our panel. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, wow, this is absolutely, this whole, like, the last few few days have been absolutely wild. Uh, Steven made this awesome uh, graphic uh, to promote the panel. Um, so cool. And then seeing... Look at those amazing people. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that I get to be up there with all these guys. They're, they're amazing. Um, seeing our panel on the Celebration website was the wildest thing, I think, and it's only going to get more wild from here. Um, yeah, so uh, here's our, our description that we wrote for it. Uh, Join us for an exciting discussion about the past, present, and future of Star Wars books and comics. Look back at the importance of legends and celebrate the excitement of continuity in canon. Have a look at the Star Wars timeline and the overarching eras ripe for exploration. If you're a new reader, enjoy a discussion about some of the best content to pick up first and where to go once you get on your feet. If you're a veteran, revisit your favorites and approach some of the lesser-known gems hidden in the vast galaxy of media. It's a huge universe out there. Let's explore it together. So yeah, I honestly can't wait for it. A little nervous, but I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun overall. And uh, we got a ton of outpouring of support on on Twitter when we announced uh, announced it with the uh, the graphic on on Twitter. And yeah, it's just been it's been great. We're really excited. And um, yeah, but that, but that but that wasn't the only panel that was announced, though. You guys, this is this is big. I mean, we're leading off with yeah, the biggest, gotta, uh, so you know. Don't, of course, you know, of course. These other panels yeah. are, right. are going to be nice too, but I mean, let, let, <laughs> let's be real. You know, the Utini panel is going to be where it's at. So it's true. But uh, uh, Caleb, uh, do you want to go ahead and, and and talk about this second panel that we've got listed here? Absolutely. This will be a fun one to watch. This is the Lucasfilm Publishing Stories from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. This will be uh, Thursday from 1 to 30 to 2.30 on the Twin Sun stage. Uh, The official description is as follows. From adult novels to kids' comics, from the time of the High Republic to the rise of the First Order, this is the place to dive deeper into the stories of a galaxy far, far away. Featuring details on new and upcoming titles from Disney Lucasfilm Press, Del Rey, Dark Horse, and more, including an all-new announcements and reveals from a galaxy far, far away, moderated by uh, Lucasfilm's Michael uh, Sagan. 
uh, Siglane. Siglane. Sorry, Mr. Siglane. They did okay. kind of use Far, Far Away three times of that sort of thing. So <laughs> They're excited. We're all apparent. excited. Very yeah. That was a very dramatic reading, by the way. I appreciate that. that. Yes. A lot of I, did see, that. I, did, I did see the uh, Dark Horse was bolded in underline, I think, for our notes, because that's what we're yeah, most that, interested in. Yeah, I did in. that. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And that yeah. is the one that I am most interested in. Me too. Yeah. This would probably be like the first major announcement that we've had. Like we've gotten like some teasers about their them continuing the High Republic stories, I think, but nothing like concrete yet. Yeah, I'll just honestly be interested to see like when exactly the stuff is getting picked back up again. Absolutely, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I've been missing it. <laughs> yeah, so that we 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 have some 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 Utini a Utini panel, we have a publishing panel, and we actually also do have. Uh, a Marvel Star Wars Star, a Marvel Star Wars comics panel uh, that is also going to be on Saturday from five thirty to six thirty on the Twin Sun stage. And the description for this one is uh, make uh, make mine Star Wars and make mine Marvel. Join Marvel editor in chief C B Sibulski and some of Marvel's top talent for a comics conversation unlike any other, including all new announcements and reveals from a galaxy far, far away. So uh, that mm. is going to be very exciting. Uh, I will yeah. probably... It's like they've already announced everything that they possibly could. Like, what else? Like, how many more people are you throwing into Star Wars comics, you know? Oh, wait. I well, don't know, the... but I'm here for it. And one more thing. I mean, that's 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 what I'm what I'm going to be excited about, is whatever it is, whatever's going to be that one more thing. Uh, so I will probably be attending that panel, and as soon as I get done, um, for so those of you that are... That, Go ahead. Tyler, one thing. So the interesting part about this panel, at least for you and I and, and other big comics fans, is that this takes this overlaps with the Bad Batch panel. The, that is true. Yes. This and, is interesting. And, and more importantly, <laughs> for those of you that are listening to us who are going to be in celebration, this actually runs right into uh, the Utini Celebration uh, party as well on Saturday night. Uh, so those that's also going to be something that uh, once we get done with that, we're going to be heading on over to to that uh, event there as well. So uh, lots of, of comics and Utini events going on. And then, Jacob, you threw in this additional quasi-comics uh, panel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, oh, we're, we'll run with it. Yeah, so this one is weird, um, and I don't know. Okay, so there, there's a comic book from the 90s. It's a very influential Star Wars comic book called Tales of the Jedi. Uh, that um, it was like it tells the story of like the galaxy before like the the period of the Old Republic in the timeline, um, and it was you know very very influential. That's where like Exar Kun and stuff like that comes from, and Nomi Sunrider, um, and. So, like, that's Legends, obviously. Well, I think it was around December, there was, like, a, a leaked, or not leaked, but, like, rumored, like, potential, allegedly, Lucasfilm employee holiday gift that had, like, it was a, a box, and on the sides of the box had, like, a bunch of projects they've been working on, like Willow, and the Bad Batch, and Visions, and, like, the new Indiana Jones movie, uh, and then one of them was a Tales of the Jedi logo, and we're like, well, what's that? Because, uh, you know, we haven't heard anything about that, and that kind of went away for a while, and then they sent up the panelists this morning, and uh, one of them was Tales of the Jedi, so uh, it's... They're, they're official it's going to be on the celebration stage um and streamed at the galaxy and the twin sun sun stages uh saturday four to five uh so a very big panel yes. um and it is uh the description is very short it just says introducing tales of the jedi an animated anthology shorts 
hosted by Amy Ratcliffe with special des- guest Dave Filoni. The uh, Dave so, Filoni. You know, That's, that sounds a lot so like Star Wars Vision. Small stuff. Yeah, uh, so there's a little bit of speculation on what's going on. It's like, you know, probably not anything to do with the comics. Um, probably. You know, maybe we'll get some references. That'd be cool. But um, it's... Who knows? You know, we, I, I am excited, just as excited as everyone else to see what that means. If we know we just found out officially, quote unquote, that there's a new, you know, animated series coming out via panel announcements. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Well, and by the way, uh, I have like, to I'm, say, Jacob, like you have some eagle eyes on you because it took yes. you all of like five <laughs> minutes when the panel announcements came out. You like scrolled through all like, I don't know, there's probably like a hundred different panels on the site or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, hey guys, wow, this is weird. I wonder what this could be. <laughs> and then, yeah. Like, and then about 20, 15 minutes yeah. later, the whole website went down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, I but didn't then, see an official like notification well, for actually, this until like later in the afternoon. Yeah, so that they did uh, eventually put up the um, like this like because the the website they had up was like every panel, including all the fan run ones, like ours. Uh, but they put up this one that had like all the official events, um, and they still had I guess it was Saturday, right? Uh, Tales of the Jedi. It's still here, so um, you know, I don't know. Um, but in in addition to this, these are just the. Um, I picked out the comics related ones. Uh, there are some like there's like a High Republic panel, of course, that probably has some comic related stuff. There's some uh, other very cool like Del Rey publishing related ones that I'm sure the Living Force will talk about on Monday. Uh, but yeah, you know, if you're a Star Wars books and comics fan, there's a lot of cool stuff and, happening. And at shout out to our good friend Charles Soul. I believe that was just officially announced oh, yeah. today That's that right. uh, he got a, a fancy new title. Uh, I believe it's creative consultant to Lucasfilm. If I'm, I believe that's if I'm correct. quoting that correctly. So. Uh, very very awesome to see that uh we all love charles soul for his contributions uh so also some more comics adjacent news so yeah there's gonna be plenty of content at, happening at star wars celebration uh we will keep you up to up to date on the comics stuff utini will keep you up to date on everything as much as we can uh we have a very large team heading out there so be sure to head to utini.com to, to get all of your information all right the last weekly pull list, the, the, the sort of calm before the storm uh, before next week. Uh, we have a, a short pull list this week, J- Jacob, but uh, kind of an important one. Yeah, we just have one comic out today, and that is um, Crimson Rain number four. This is the penultimate issue. You got only one left. Uh, it is uh, entitled The Knights, written by Charles Soule with pencils by Steve Cummings. The cover is by Lionel Francis Yu. The uh, inker is Victor Olazaba, and the colorist is Guru EFX, and the letterer is Travis Lanham. Uh, so make sure you pick that one up. The link is, as always, in the YouTube description down below. So, yeah, this is a pretty good issue yeah. featuring the Knights of Ren and uh, Vader's Castle. Can't really complain there. Yeah, interesting one. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be interested to see how it ties into the into the rest of it, you know? Um so far, like Crimson Rain's been super solid, and yeah, this one's no different. I agree. Yeah. It it it's not yeah. as 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 all encompassing as War of the Bounty Hunters is, but I don't think that that's a negative thing. I've I've really no. yeah, it's like I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah, it's is a the the title of the the miniseries itself has been really excellent, and all of the sort of adjacentness of of the other main main books are uh, are, are are having a lot of fun. So yeah. 
I'm very, very curious as to what's going to happen as we transition into Hidden Empire. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is, that is, I mean, it's got to be, I think it's still, like, the original plan, I'm pretty sure, was it for, for both of them to come out this year? Obviously, delays happen, it happened, are going to happen in the future. So, you know, it might, it might be stretching into early 2023, but, you know, you'd expect to be seeing solicitations for Hidden Empire number one pretty soon, either... I guess. Well, I guess I don't. I don't think they've done solicitations this month yet. I don't think. Uh, I cannot either. Either for this, either solicitations this month or next month, I would expect to probably see Hidden Empire number one. But I don't know. Also, this is your weekly reminder. Uh, free comic book day uh, is coming up again. It is Saturday, May seventh. Um, mm -hmm. So you have a, a couple more weeks. You got two more weekends before that comes up. But uh, be sure to show support to all of your local comic stores on Free Comic Book Day and and see what sort of sales and 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 good times and events that they are running. Um, so we can go out there and we can support our local comic stores, support our art, our, our our creative teams behind the books, uh, and maybe catch up on uh, on some of the some of your backlog. So, all right, absolutely. We have and don't forget the next day, the eighth is Mother's Day. Because you probably did forget, <laughs> but Mother's Day is the day after. Get your mother a comic. There you go. Combine <laughs> yes. the two. That is a great idea. Give her a free comic book you got. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. What? Don't listen to. <laughs> Don't. That's that. That. Let's 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 make sure we we understand. That shouldn't be the only thing you buy her. But no. maybe if you're no. getting her something else in addition to the bouquet of flowers or the other nice. Get her an omnibus her. at least. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we roll this interview, Emma, we've you've got one more major Utini focused announcement, uh, and that is for some upcoming content that we have coming out. Yeah, absolutely. I want to get this on people's radars because ooh, it's coming up. Uh, we have a big crossover event coming up, all about Kenobi. Um, so the dates for this are going to be uh, between May fifteenth and May twenty first, and uh, we've got we've got a bit of a schedule uh, for you guys here. So. Uh, it kicks off on um, the Monday of that week on The Living Force, uh, where they're doing a Kenobi character spotlight. And then Wednesday on The Cosmic Force, we are doing uh, a show all about the Obi-Wan uh, comic the from the journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and Thursday on Legends Look Back, uh, they are, of course, talking about the Kenobi book uh, by John Jackson Miller. It is my personal shame that I still haven't read that yet, but I'm going to try to fix that before this. Um, and then Friday, we have Utini Game Nights. Um, we're going to be doing something with Obi-Wan, but that's still to be determined. Uh, we were all very disappointed to learn that you can't play the Obi-Wan game uh, fr from like the original <laughs> Xbox anymore. So that's that would have been perfect, but you know, we'll, we'll figure something else out. Uh, and then Saturday on the Star Wars Archives, they're doing an episode titled The Ben Years. So really excited to hear about that. Uh, and of course, we also have uh, more surprises and bonus content from all across our teams at Utini. Uh, so look forward to that. Um, so you might be wondering, what can you do to prepare for this? Uh, well, you can pick up Kenobi by John Jackson Miller, uh, which was recently released as part of the Essential Legends collection. Um, it's also available now as an unabridged audiobook, um, and you can get it for free at utini.com slash audible. Um, and you can also pick up from the journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, which is the comic that we're going to be discussing for, uh, you know, a little bit of a quicker read so you can participate in our show discussion. Uh, and we also have an affiliate link. Um, so you can find all of those affiliate links in the description below. So definitely look forward to that. It's going to be a blast. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's, totally. it's there's a lot of planning that's going on uh, for all of you know for this combined. Not really cross. Uh, yeah, we're calling it uh, a crossover event. So yeah, it's gonna be lots yeah. of fun. Uh, so we highly encourage you guys to uh, to participate and, and and read read some of the stuff so that you can participate in the chat and uh, and 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 have a good time. So, all right, yeah. it, it, go ahead. I was like, if think if you want to call this a crossover, this would like this is more of the Crimson Rain crossover, whereas our Shadows <laughs> of the Empire event was more of a uh, War of the Bounty Hunters crossover, if you will. That's right. That's, that's I apt. love yes. I love the comparison. So, <laughs> all right, uh, we are about to run uh, a quick ad break, and then when we come back from that, we are going to air our our Ario Anandito interview. Uh, anything you guys want to say about this interview before we, before we run to it, other than the fact that we all had a great time? Um, Ario is a great great uh, creator. Uh, we're really happy to to get a chance to talk to him. But I uh, want to give you guys just a, a quick minute or two to see if you guys want to say anything about the interview before we air it. Yeah, just thank you to Ario for for his time. Um, this was like extremely special. I think for all of us, I, I can definitely speak for all of us when I say that. Um, and I hope everybody enjoys it and finds it insightful. I know I learned a lot just about the the comic yeah. making process. It was super interesting to hear about. So hope you guys uh, enjoy it and also find it, um, you know, educational. Absolutely. So send him some love. He definitely deserves it. And he's he's a great person. So you'll probably by the time of this, you watch the end of this interview. If you're not absolutely in love with Ario, then something's wrong with you. <laughs> That's true. Like That's he's true. just so charismatic and open. So, you know, we had a great time. I'm sure you will do over this next hour and change. Yeah, he is very. I would say he is very active on Twitter. Uh, his Twitter handle is at Ario Anin A A R I O A N I N. So, uh, sh- send him some love uh, because he is an amazing person. Um, just just in general, he's an amazing person. Uh, and yeah. it, n- t- on top of his his amazing creativity for uh, for the High Republic. So, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and then we will be airing that, and then we will be joining you guys in the chat for a little bit, and then we'll we'll uh, talk you guys uh, next week we'll be right back hello everybody and welcome to a special cosmic force episode uh we are joined by a very special guest here today uh you might know his work from the high republic he's also done a couple of covers from trail of shadows crimson rain and of course the upcoming obi-wan comic so please along with the rest of my team here please give a warm welcome to ario anandito uh ario how are you doing today hello everyone thanks for having me i'm doing great and i hope everybody here is doing great as well we are doing very well and uh i, I appreciate you giving us some we, we, we've had some scheduling differences in the last couple of weeks trying, trying, <laughs> yeah. trying to get this uh on uh so we really appreciate all of the your, your patience because our audience is going to be really uh really in, encouraged to, to, to hear you uh have us kind of talk with you for a little bit uh sure. over the next little bit of time so mm-hmm. um i want to go ahead and just go ahead and get right into it um i know mm-hmm. that you went to school for design but i really wanted to know at what point did you get an interest in art like you are you have had such a great career but that really wasn't that, that doesn't seem like where you started as a, your, your career so where did the co- interest in comics come from well actually uh first of all please forgive my poor english as uh i'm not really you know fluent but uh I'll no do worries my best. you're good <laughs> yeah uh actually 
I am interested in comics since I was like six years old uh, because uh, I got my older cousins. They read comics, and when they're when they are done with the comics, they gave it to me. So at that time, I started to think that I think it would be great if I can make a living, if I can be a comic book uh, artist. And but when I go to college, I took architecture because. Um, somehow uh i want to learn how to do a systematic you know conceptual thingy right. blah 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 and i figured that uh i can study art uh by myself you know the young and um stupid thinking of me <laughs> back then <laughs> so i figured like okay i can learn art by myself but i want to actually uh, uh, also learn architecture you know the the technical systematic conceptual way of uh, you know structural stuff mm-hmm. and my my dad is actually an architect as well mm-hmm. so that had a lot of influence in me as well Mm, and also in Indonesia at that time, there are no uh, college that specify on studying comic. Right. Uh, they, they are art schools, of course, uh, but I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be specific to comic books. So uh, then I decided that I'm going to just learn how to make comic uh, by myself while, you know, studying architecture. So, yeah, that's how. What were some of those first books that 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 piqued your interest that, that your cousins had? Oh, it was a uh, a European comic called uh, Three Gun: The Lost Empire" by Don Lawrence, um, and then there's also Smurf by Peyo. Mm. Yeah, and, and those kind of comics. Also, there's Indonesian translation of Batman mm-hmm. and x-men as well so yeah that those are the comics that made me want to be a comic artist <laughs> did you have like any like art artists that you thought were like very influential early on uh early on for you like i don't know if like with the x-men uh stuff was like chris, chris claremont like a big inspiration for you growing up or oh yeah but when i was a little kid i i didn't really uh remember right the artist right so i i don't and, and it is too hard for me to to copy their their style uh, to be influential uh, because especially the trigun the lost empire because the artwork is very complicated mm-hmm. so uh i just enjoy uh reading them and looking at the visuals but the one that actually influenced me uh in drawing was actually japanese comic the manga Mm. So after I read the European and and uh, the U.S. translated comic, and then when I was in elementary school, I started to get influenced by the Japanese manga, and especially Dragon Ball by Akira mm. Toriyama. It has a lot of influence uh, in me. Uh, so actually, maybe the 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 first artist that had you know, a major influence in me is uh, Akira Toriyama. And then I started to get back to the U.S. comic again, uh, probably in 97 when I was in uh, junior high school. Uh, I followed the Uncanny X-Men comic by Joe Mad, And that had a huge influence in me, you you know, because Joe Madureira, he has a perfect 
mix between you know U.S. comic and Japanese comic. He makes it a really good, uh, perfect balance of it, and so that style has a lot of influence in me. That's great. So, so how did you mm-hmm. let's let's move forward to how did you get uh, associated into Marvel and 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 become you know a a, a professional? Uh, yeah. So. Um, when I was in college, uh, even though I study architecture, I still draw, you know, superheroes <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because you cannot, you cannot hide who you really are. So <laughs> instead of drawing a lot of buildings, I keep drawing Spider-Mans and X-Mans <laughs> and uh, up to the point where I, I got featured in a campus magazine, in the college magazine, uh, and the title is uh, Wrong Direction. Uh, because uh, people keep spotting me drawing superheroes instead of buildings. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a wrong direction indeed. And um, so I keep drawing and uploading my drawing to, to the internet, to DeviantArt. And then one day there's this uh, Italian guy who is, uh, he, he has an agency, a talent agency, and he offered me uh, to, to, you know, collaborate. Uh, can I be your representative, you know, as in, I'm going to offer you, you to, to, to work for the publisher in US and Europe. And I was like, back then, uh, I was like this uh, young boy from Indonesia who is, who who is pretty clueless, and I don't know if this is going to be real or or I, I'm just afraid that this is going to be a scam. Like I'm a prince of Nigeria, I have money, and so I was like, okay, is this is this real? <laughs> and then okay, let's let's try to do it. And then uh, apparently he he's a real agent, and I, I keep having small gigs, you know, uh, for for illustrations and stuff and then in 2012 he offered me to do a small gig for dc comics and it was uh for red hood and the outlaws uh backup stories Mm -hmm. yeah for for two issues and then i i start drawing them uh and it was like a dream come true because uh i remember in 2000 and no no yeah 2009 i go to singapore comic-con and there's Brian Bolland as a guest artist over there. And I took my, a lot of my courage and then I give Brian Bolland my, my portfolio just to show him that uh, hey, Mr. Bolland, uh, I like to draw as well. And your uh, Batman comics, you know, Joker, mm-hmm. uh, Joker comic really inspires me to draw. And then he take a look at my drawings uh, he he really took his time to 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 see my drawings. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very awesome because I thought he's going to be uh, you, you know just do a quick review uh, a quick view of my drawing and then that's it. But he sure. really took his time and you know people in line are still uh, already like hey this guy is taking his time huh? and I was kind of nervous but but Brian Bolland the master he is uh, he said something that I will never forget in my entire life when he closed my portfolio he said. Uh, I don't know how it works nowadays, but I think you should work for DC. And I was like, <laughs> oh, holy caramba. Wow. Um, yeah, that day I lost the power uh, on my knees and I was like, oh, I almost painted out. <laughs> but then I, from that moment, I, I got this courage that, okay, 
if I try hard enough, I'll probably be able to work uh, for for DC or even Marvel, you know, because at that time in, in Indonesia, it, it's it's like a dream, you know, if uh, you know to be able to work for those two. And I came from the uh, the era I, I've I've lived on the era where there is no internet, you know, the mm, dark right. ages. Yeah, yes, so, yeah, you remember, right? I do. And so, <laughs> so it was kind of uh, like, oh yeah, right. Uh, I can work for DC or Marvel. Yeah, that's uh, that's a dream too far, I guess. But internet made it uh, happen and it made it real. So uh, after the I, I work with the Italian agency and then I, I, I start making DC comic, uh, even though it's a little gig. Uh, but unfortunately, it's just a small gig because at that time I was working in advertising agency and mm-hmm. I have a contract to, to make. Actually, uh, I'm able to do the DC comic because I took a three month break because at that time I was uh, shooting a, a movie. I became the art director actually in a movie shooting for a Indonesian movie. So I took mm. a three month break uh, and being an art director and then the offer to do the DC comics came and I said, yes. And five minutes after I said, yes, then I think, how am I going to make a movie while being art director for a movie <laughs> too late? I already said yes. And then uh uh, so it was a hellish uh, period for me uh, for at least 31 days of <laughs> being an art director and creating comic at the same time. Wow. Uh, no, not never again, you know, never mm-hmm. again. <laughs> and, how, how, how did the movie do? The movie went well. I, I'm nominated as one of the best art director at that time. in, wow. in, in, in Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, in one of the award uh, in Indonesia awarding ceremony, and uh, and DC Comics also, uh, uh, yeah, my comic also published by, by by DC Comic the the backup story. So everything went well, thankfully, and uh, the media also uh, when they know that I get into this new pa- newspaper uh, art article of mine, and they give the title uh, a, a juggling artist because I keep juggling <laughs> between two projects. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's, you know, speaking about my article, the, the, the title is always uh, funky. <laughs> they say uh, wrong direction and then the others say juggling artist. So, yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. And then um, I decided to quit our advertising in 2013, uh, July, if I'm not mistaken. And then I moved back to uh, my hometown. I was working in the capital city of Indonesia. It's Jakarta. Jakarta. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I moved back to Bandung because uh, mm-hmm. I had enough of advertising. Uh, enough of selling other people's product uh, products. And then uh I go back to uh, Bandung, this little town of mine, beloved city, and uh, I started my own small studio. Uh, and then in 2014, uh, the my agent in Italy said that Marvel is interested to uh, for me to do a test, you know, uh, like sample pages. And um, okay, I, I, I did the test. It was, uh, they give me a script of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and then I do like five sequential pages. And apparently um, the editor back then, uh, they they really love um, my sample pages. And 
I remember the editor uh, was Katie Kubert from the legendary Kubert family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I owe her uh, my Marvel career <laughs> because she really trusted me. Uh, she really, she said, ah, I really like your work and um, what Marvel character that you like. And I said, it was always the X-Men because I grew up uh, watching the cartoon with the coolest soundtrack mm, ever. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then she said, okay, we have this project called Wolverines. Uh, would you like oh. to do it? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you don't really have to ask, Katie. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then that's, the, that's the start of my Marvel career since 2014 till today. That's amazing. Um, it's it's so yeah. it's so interesting because like obviously like this whole time you know you're working on your art and everything, uh, uh, but mm-hmm. for like for us in the West like we basically it's just like you come out of nowhere and are suddenly on Marvel like you know like I feel like the <laughs> the traditional path for so many artists is like you know you work you work you work you're on like maybe you're on like some of the smaller uh, indie uh-huh. publishers with IDW or with Boom or something like that and then you like work your way into the big two and it's crazy just like. You know, you're, you, you know, we love your art. It's immensely, uh, it's so amazing, but it's Thank like, you. just no, like, I don't know where it's like, you know, I remember picking up the preview for High Republic number one. I'm like, I have no idea who this person is, but like, <laughs> I love their stuff and I want to see more of it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and on that note, um, mm-hmm. obviously you did some work for, for Marvel um, and that led to your work in Star Wars since Marvel yeah. publishes Star Wars. How did that gig come about? Um, it started uh, actually when, uh, well, I did Star Wars before in Star Wars Annual. I did mm. the Santa Star Wars pages. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Actually, actually, before that, uh, I was offered to do a, a, a Star Wars comic. I don't know what title, but at that first offer, that this was before the annual i said no to the offer because as a huge star wars fan i don't want to uh i don't want to ruin star wars i don't want to disappoint all the star wars fans because i'm not good on drawing you know droids and spaceships Mm -hmm. and as a huge star wars fans that i am i don't want to I don't want to g- deliver uh, an ugly <laughs> comic with bad droids and and starship. So I said no. And then my wife found out, and he she almost killed me <laughs> because she, <laughs> because she's a huge Star Wars fan, and she said, "What? You say no to Star Wars?" <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I I am not good in drawing droids and spaceship, and I don't want to ruin the comic." Okay. Um, and then uh, after that. I went to this Comic-Con in Malaysia and uh, there's a senior friend of mine who also draws comic and he he knows that story that I said no to Star Wars. And then when I about to go back uh, uh, to Indonesia on the airport, he gave me this book, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars planes and uh, <laughs> starships. <laughs> so there's a lot of, you know, bisected starship oh, and you yes. can see the machineries and stuff and then he said uh he, he he's uh his name is alan qua and he said uh so you have no reason to say no again <laughs> to star wars <laughs> and i said okay no pressure <laughs> so, so so what ships yeah. like like how did you get started so if you said that you weren't 
were, were not confident in your droids and ships, like what mm-hmm. ships did you start drawing? Like, like how did you start that process to improve your confidence in those? Well, uh, I started to study the book. I started to uh, look at all the ships that are in the book, which is complete. There's a lot of Star Wars ships. And you got, uh, you know, TIE fighters, you got uh, X-Wing, you got oh, basically almost all the ships in Star Wars uh, are there. So I, I just like, okay, because I, somehow in in my recent years as a as a comic artist i really like to draw a organic stuff like humans monsters and trees uh, i don't really like drawing buildings even though i study architecture <laughs> and uh, i don't really like drawing cars uh, i like drawing robots but only if i made the robot mm. myself so i mm. i made the design easy <laughs> because uh I got to draw this uh, uh, this gig for Marvel, which uh, that requires me to draw Iron Man in his movie costume. Mm-hmm. And guys, you know, movie costumes are easy for movies because they have 3D. So right. if you want to see Iron Man in in you know different angle, you just turn them around right. in 3D. You know, but when you have to draw it <laughs> with hand. Uh, a little tilt is, you know, a hard work. So, and the costume is crazy. I mean, the costume is really good. It's based on Adi Granov's design. But when you have to draw it by hand, it's kind of, you know, killing you. Uh, so, yeah, after I studied the, 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 the chips in, from that book, um, from that very book, and then I got the offer for the Star Wars Annual, and uh, my wife is there, you know, holding her favorite knife. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, I hold the book and, uh, you know, okay, let's do it. I said, yes. And then when I read the script, oh, there's a Santa Star ship. Oh, and there's also R2D too. <laughs> uh, and there's, okay, let's do this. And yeah, I, I took, I, I, I tried to be brave and then I did it. And the reviews are good. And um, all my friends who read it says, uh, it's, it's, it's really good. You draw a, a cool R2-D2. And Sana's Sarah ship is also looking quite good. <laughs> and so I got the confidence uh, to draw more Star Wars comics after that. So we, we really need to thank your wife then. For, 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 all, yes. for all of your contributions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also, that's the uh, reason why I'm still alive. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Marvel, for giving you a second chance here. So speaking of <laughs> second chances here, so after you did mm-hmm. the, uh, the annual, like, how mm-hmm. was it being assigned to... Uh, to the high Republic. Like, did you, you mentioned having to do several like interview pages for guardians of the galaxy. Was that, mm-hmm. were they, did they approach a bunch of artists and say, here's some high Republic stuff, do some things or did you, were you in touch with Kevin Scott, the writer before this at all? Well, uh, I, th- I think it's because I have a work relationship with the editor, Mark Benicia. So I've been working on this comic, uh, that, uh, that also, you know, edited by Mark. Uh, I think it was uh, Weapon Age, mm. and then uh, Atlantis Attacks, Swordmaster, and uh, I, I can't remember what other comic. But at least I've, I've been working on at least like ten or fifteen comics with with Mark. Uh, actually, 
I owe this to Greg Park because when I, um, Greg told me the story where he keep pushing my name to do uh, Atlantis attacks. Uh, like like uh, he, he, he said, Mark, let's try Ario. I want to work with Ario because uh, apparently Greg enjoys uh, working on comics uh, with me at that time. And then Mark, okay, let's try this guy. And then uh, I work on Atlantis attack. And then after Atlantis attack is finished, uh, I actually went to New York Comic Con in 2019. Those were before the COVID period. Mm-hmm. Uh, little do I know that next year after mm-hmm. that, there, there yeah, are no New York Comic Con, no <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. So I I, I visited uh, New York Comic Con at the right time, yes, right before COVID, yeah. <laughs> because it's also my first time ever to 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 go to the U.S. Uh, actually at the oh, San wow. Diego Comic Con. Yeah, a few months before uh, New York comic con and then uh i go to new york comic con and i finally get to meet all the marvel people that i've worked with all these years that i never met them before but then at at new york comic con i finally get to see them in person uh i met mark of course mark panichi i met greg pak i met uh jim zub charles soul uh thomas groneman which is uh yeah I I work with him a couple of times as well, and uh, then Thomas offered me, right, "Do you want to meet Mark? Let's let's go to a uh, a place and and meet him there." And then I finally get to meet all uh, two of my <laughs> beloved editors at that time that I've been working together for all these years, but I never met them in person. I thought they were, you know, they are myths, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then I, I finally get to meet them in person and we, we, we talk a lot. And then Mark told me that, uh, Hey, I, I want to, uh, I want you to, you know, work on this Star Wars project with me. And uh, do you like Star Wars? And I was like, what is Star Wars? And okay. Uh, <laughs> and I said, Mark, uh, Star Wars, you don't have to ask. Uh, I really love it. And um, I remember that my wife will also kill me if I said no again. So yeah, it's it's also, it's, it's always a yes when it comes to Star Wars. Uh, and then he asked what my favorite character uh, from Star Wars is. And yeah, basically we chat about this and that. And then uh, time flies to 2020. I was waiting for that Star Wars project. Uh, I didn't hear anything. I don't know what Star Wars project it is going to be. And um, right before COVID, I think Mark told me that Hey, yeah, yeah. This Star Wars project that I told you about—it's—it's it's called the High Republic, and I said, I think I've heard that before, uh, somewhere. And then I googled it, and uh, wow, it's—it's. It's, I think this is going to be a quite a big one, and also read the, you know, evil netizen comments. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he comments online that are evil even before the project started, yep. like. Uh, so wars without wars what is that going to be and i was like oh my god this is going to be scary am i really <laughs> this uh, no pressure at all uh should i take this uh because the responsibility is crazy for me uh to start this new era 
and try to make something that is accepted and beloved by the Star Wars fans. Uh, start something new that is going to be uh, the prequel of the Star Wars mm-hmm. stories that we know without the Skywalker family. So this is a big deal. And I feel like I'm still kind of amateur uh, to to take this project, you know, a project this big. So it's, it is scary for me. It is very scary for me. And then COVID happens. And so I didn't hear anything about it for around three months. And then Mark says, "Hey, uh, are you still available? Remember that Star Wars project that I that I let's let's do it." Uh, and so then does does the you know Utini is, is tries to be a positive you know uh, you know force in 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 the mm-hmm. Star Wars community. Mm-hmm. Does does that negativity? How much does that weigh on you? You know, because you commented that you you see the negativity. Yeah. Like, does that alter your? creative process or does it does it does it give you pause if you you know do i take this project do i not like how much does that does the internet being the internet have an effect Mm -hmm. on you as a creator yeah it has a quite a big effect actually because uh, i never took a project in marvel that is uh as scary as this Mm -hmm. you know even before the project started there's a lot of negative comments and and it, it gives me pressure to be honest sure because uh i know i'm not the initiator of this project but i'm going to draw the first visual mm-hmm. for this comic for for this era the high republic and i need to open this this new world um of this star wars era and i have to make the reader feels that this is Star Wars and they accept it and they love it. They need to love the characters. They need to love the story and they need to embrace it. Like, okay, this is the Star Wars that we know and and we love the characters. We feel like they are the Jedi that, 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 you know, that we all uh, adore and, and uh, uh, because Jedi is special being mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah. uh i don't want to mistreat them and i need to also design several elements that are not designed yet so uh it's kind of tough for me uh but i don't know because i i probably it's my love for star wars and and it's a challenge as a comic artist for me so uh i decided to say yes and uh and I ended up genuinely in love with all the characters. I was about to okay, say, well, like, well, if you take a poll of all four of us here mm-hmm. on the, like, we all love the High Republic. We're thank you. Our so team yes. is in, in love with it. Like now that it is out and you know, the first mm-hmm. series is done, has mm-hmm. have you still gone back and you know, seen pos- a lot more positive comments now that it's actually out in people's hands now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what keeps me going, because every time I read the reviews, every time I read comments, sure, there are still negative comments about the High Republic, I I know. But the positive 
is all you know there's a lot a lot of positive and encouraging comments and they really love uh, the characters they really love i mean the the authors of the high republic are geniuses they created <laughs> such stories that is you know intertwining and it's a complex stories guys uh, you know to to be able to make them <laughs> together and create such a wonderful stories uh they are geniuses and and kevin's uh, because i work personally with kevin kevin is he, he's a genius um so when i finally said uh when the project finally started uh with me uh on board uh mark panicia set up a zoom meeting for me and Kevin, you know, to, to talk about, I'm still have a, a, a little bit of doubt, you know, inside mm-hmm. of me, like, sure. what is this going to be? How is this going to be? Uh, what kind of Star Wars is, is this going to be? And then I talk with Kevin and we get along really, really fast, really well. And we found out that we're both just two little kids who love Star Wars. <laughs> and so we kind of show off our Star Wars toys, like we I have this and I have this. And you know, <laughs> and I even put like uh my Kawakian monkey on my shoulder oh. while we talk. <laughs> yeah. And then Kevin said, Oh, this is going to be fun. There's going to be Jedi riding on Rancor. And I was like, oh my God. And then at that very time, at that very moment, I was really 100% assured that both of us, uh, Kevin and I, we really love Star Wars and we don't want to ruin Star Wars at all. Sure. We really genuinely love Star Wars from the original trilogy to the sequel to the prequel. We love Star Wars and we genuinely want to create such a, a, a wonderful Star Wars story. And... That Zoom meeting made me sure that we are going to create something good for Star Wars, and we're we're going to do our best to make sure that uh, the Star Wars fans will love it. Uh, so yeah, after that we we started the project, and um, and I'm glad that uh, all of you love it, and the people who read it also love it. And uh, yeah, I, I'm genuinely in, in love with all the characters. That, that's great. I'm so glad that, that you ended up working on the project because Thank I know you. that like so many people on our team, you know, got into reading comics because they wanted to keep up with the higher public stuff. And, oh, you know, everybody you said so that the much. art was just mesmerizing. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you did. And as you were speaking about your uh-huh. love for Star Wars, it actually mm-hmm. got me curious. Uh, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? My favorite Star Wars movie is actually Rogue One. Ooh. nice oh, yeah. yeah i love that the one dark, too. the dark horse <laughs> yes. pick that's a that's a good one that's an excellent pick hey, because you know uh yeah i just love it i just love rogue one yeah the droid design i love <laughs> k2so <Yeah. laughs> and yeah, then <laughs> yeah and then uh somehow it's like a it's like a war movie but star wars i mean the stakes are yeah. so high and at the end they're all being heroes like real heroes they sacrifice sure. okay spoiler alert the characters <laughs> all <laughs> died <laughs> and then and then to see grand moff tarkin again 
you know, mm. even though in CGI, uh, I thought they are never going to show the face, you know, and then she, and then he turned around and holy <laughs> and and then the, the bridging at the end with Leia and Vader. Oh, my God, because, so you know, good. yeah, because I wasn't born yet when Star Wars four five and six were, were in theater so i didn't get to see them in the theater uh but i did get to see the uh the the new new version of four mm-hmm. five and yeah. six special with special the touch-up cgi yeah yep. special yep. edition yeah i got to see them in in the theater uh but i already got spoiled you know i know already yeah. that vader is okay spoiler alert vader <laughs> is luke's father <laughs> I, so it's it's not uh, yeah it's been spoiled so it's not uh, it, it is not a surprise or a shocking thing when i see it in the in the theater but when i see rogue one i don't know anything about it and to see the end it's a bittersweet ending for the crew and it's just it's just good it's 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 really good i love it well i love seeing your it's it's very clear that your your passion for for star mm-hmm. wars comes across and you Thank know you. I, I don't i don't think you ever need to be worried about ruining star wars because you know <laughs> Thank you, you love so it much. so much it's so sweet of you tell. to say thank you yeah, thank sure. you Exactly. And, and I know one of the pieces of art that went around the Utini community mm-hmm. that was like they were in love with. Jacob, do you, mm-hmm. do you have yeah. the art? Uh, OK, so in, in High Republic 15, ah, okay. this panel was uh-huh. the talk of our community the entire day. So oh. I really wanted to kind of just like pick your brain about yeah. how did you come up with this? Like like you like, just just walk us through how this panel came to be because it's beautiful and and, and we thank you so much yeah um uh so Ava chris uh she for her the vo- the, the force is like a sound like a song mm-hmm. right she hears the force like a song so i uh if you remember keith i draw keith uh, uh feeling the force in issue number one it's like a uh, painting it's like a, a visual that connects together because uh, she saw the force like a painting right but avar chris she she listens to the force like a song so i decided to create a wavy uh uh you know like a wave like a sound wave, sound wave like, yeah yeah that 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 started from her and then from that sound wave, she can sense the other Jedi, you know. So it's like a it's sound based, uh, you know, like a sonar wave, like boom, and then she can mm-hmm. hear every songs that the Jedi emitted, uh, emitted, uh, you know, like uh, I can hear this songs, I can hear this songs, but not in a full like you only hear part of the song. You didn't able to hear all of the song. And that's why uh, you can see all only part of the faces and, and it's kind of chopped up, you know, mm-hmm. you don't see the whole body. You, you, you can only see uh, fragments of the, the, the Jedi because she can no longer hear the full songs of them. And, uh it's it's failing it's failing the force is 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 failing and that's why on the next panel she's already on the ground and she said uh the force uh i cannot feel them i cannot hear them 
so this is basically uh, Avar's attempt to to bring you know the force and to 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 sense the force from uh, everyone around them around her and uh, sadly uh, yeah you know you know the ending <laughs> sadly <laughs> what happened is is not too good and I, I'm sure Avar. Uh, wants uh, everyone to be safe and sound and she wants to feel the force and give the force to the remaining comrades but yeah you know what happened it's about That's to say, absolutely just looking at the uh the, mm-hmm. the characters there um uh, mm-hmm. you know spoiler warnings for those who haven't caught up on a high <laughs> republic about half of those are no longer with us <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's really sad, and I do uh, draw uh, uh, some of the characters that is really near to Avar, uh, mm-hmm. literally near her, you know. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's sad to know that uh, some of them perished. Uh, Swallow alert, um, <laughs> especially. Um, Maru, if I can say, because I yeah. created the look, I created the visual, and um, he he died as a as a hero, and uh, it's not easy for me to draw the panel because yeah uh, yeah I really love them uh, and to to see uh, him fighting till the end um, it's kind of heartbreaking, but. You know, it's yeah. it's it's a grand exit for him. He, Absolutely. He yeah. He 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 did what he yeah. You know he 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 mission completed for him. You know, it's, I like it's, yeah. his his like his last panel was probably my f- most emotional part of the uh, whole. What are you doing? Same thing I've always done. I'm holding it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such like a he like, always beautiful do. Yeah. line. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful art. That close up on his face and the I think it's issue four where uh Keeve is holding Skier uh like and screaming mm-hmm. at the end of the issue. I think are like that her those two panels oh, yeah, yeah, close ups, yeah. that emotion I think will always like have or those those stick with me, I think, more than anything else, like from a visual standpoint of this run. Yep, 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 me too. Uh, for me, uh, the last issues, the 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 most heartbreaking panel for me to draw is um, there are a lot, of course, <laughs> but one of yeah. them are uh, when we got a close up of Maru and he said, um, uh, "You are the light, uh, and we must protect the light." And then he, no matter how hard he try to keep everything together, he tries to smile. I think that's his last smile, you know, uh, in order to protect Avar. And then he said, uh, Casey, now. And then the droid is like, you know, mm-hmm. zooming and pushing Avar. And then uh, also the page where we got, I got to draw Avar landing on the planet. And then she's crushed. And in the last panel, she said uh, she just trying to tell Keith about her last memory uh, that Maru uh, he's, you know, and then Avar is so heartbroken. She's devastated. And uh, I can, I can feel it when I draw it, you know, she's uh, the marshal of the starlight and, and that happens on her watch and yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. 
Yeah. As we're discussing um, this last comic, the, the last mm-hmm. issue in particular, it mm-hmm. it reminded me of how interconnected it is with especially like The Fallen Star mm-hmm. and all of the other books. Do you read the other higher public material or do you get kind of a, a shortened, you know, kind of recap to to know what happened in the story? Yeah. The second one, I get the short yeah. recap because um, I cannot read it. Oh, when uh, all all of the uh, stories while drawing <laughs> the comic because right. the comic has a pretty tight deadline and mm-hmm. um, and I also uh, kind of want to read them after I'm, I'm I'm finished with the comic to to see the details so I get the get the recap and then uh, uh, I I get to read the the story and to find out how beautiful and interconnecting they are. And so, yeah, the, 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 the writers did a really great job on, on the stories. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Bessa, yeah. not to, the High Republic was a really great success, but mm-hmm. you know, we, as we wrap up here, cause we only have a few more minutes, uh, we do want to talk about the future and most namely the Obi-Wan Kenobi cop. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, you, you mentioned at the very beginning about being mm-hmm. nervous, being attached to something new and not doing, being, may not tie into that. But here you are being attached to probably one of the most famous Star Wars characters in yeah. his first standalone comic. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really excited. We've seen the previews. We can't wait for the, uh, thank you. It come out May 4th, I think. May the 4th. Issue. <laughs> Be with you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think we're all lining up. We've already got our pre orders here. So, like, thank you. Anything you want to say about the, uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi comic? Well, just like my other Star Wars uh, comics, it's a dream come true. Uh, and Obi Wan is one of my favorite characters. Uh, also, my wife's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, since in a theme here. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh oh. So, I really, really enjoy drawing um, Obi Wan because it takes me back to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know what? I draw the the pages while I'm listening to the force theme. <laughs> it really brings me That's back awesome. to That's awesome. know, all the old memories and, and, and just to be able to draw Obi, Sir Alec Guinness Obi in the Tatooine and, and oh my God, you know, I, I'm kind of speechless because it's wonderful. And then I get to draw Kid Obi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The the hidden adventure of Obi-Wan Kenobi, like uh, how did he become him? You know, mm-hmm. what stories that if he's been through and then I get to create and design a new characters as well. So it's, uh, I think it's already in the preview, right? The Zap yes. Brack. It is. Yeah. Yes. The, the yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I get to, just the, uh, yeah. Artwork. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to draw the Zabrak female. So it's, it's fun because I like, you know, designing new characters and uh, they keep the, the fun and crazy adventure pages out of the preview. So you can enjoy them when later when it's out, but trust me, they're kid. Obi is wild. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I, yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Christopher Cantwell, he he knows how to make a, a fun and great story, as well as Kevin Scott. Uh, the thing with Kevin, uh, 
uh, Kevin Scott and me, we love horror movies a lot. Mm. And so you can see that in in our High Republic works, especially the, the yeah, especially the issue number two where where we get to see uh, the dead hot inside of the yes. oh spaceship. yeah, <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun in, in that uh, as a tribute to Alien. Mm. As <laughs> I was to say, did you have to watch that beforehand before making that issue? No, I already watched it too many times, so I already have it inside my head. <laughs> the 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 thing is, every time I have art blocks and uh, every time I need to raise up my mood, I always watch horror movies. I don't know why, but it works. Uh, so far, I'm not a psychopath. Um, <laughs> you just, that's horror movies are your muse apparently yeah 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 my wife is the one with the knife so i'm oh. i'm good yeah <laughs> yeah i'm good uh, i'm 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 the one with the pencil and she's the one with the knife so it's all good uh but uh yeah working with both kevin and christopher uh, in in star wars they're they're both genius in their own way um and i got to explore the star wars universe which always a treat for every comic artist uh, when i work in star wars high republic number one i got to uh it reminds me why i want to become a comic artist at the first place because i like drawing adventures and in issue number one we see keith you know doing adventures jumping on mm-hmm. a, a monster a giant locust monster drawing mm-hmm. uh, you know jumping uh off a cliff or something like that and and um yeah that's why i become a comic artist uh i originally want to be adventurer like indiana jones but I'm afraid of heights. So <laughs> I ended up, you know, drawing comics with, you know, adventures in it. So uh, it's it's the same, although it's not the same. And, uh, and Obi-Wan also had a lot of adventures like that in, in the, on the first issue. So I'm very happy to be able to draw them. And uh, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see it's, it's really fun it's a really fun comic to draw absolutely we're really really excited for yeah. you know for obi-wan and whatever comes next in your star wars career thank you so much guys thank you so much well before we let you get out of here uh we <laughs> want to thank you for your time and i want to give you this opportunity to plug anything and everything that you want to be able to plug right now so uh i i turn the floor over to you uh to let uh let people know how they can get in touch with you and how they can follow you and and see all of your work Ah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. This means a lot to me. And I just want to say that your appreciation to our work, uh, Star Wars The High Republic and Star Wars Obi-Wan, basically uh, the Star Wars fans has treated us so nice, so so kindly. Uh, the support really means a lot, especially to me, because I read all the reviews. Mm. Every time I feel like uh, tired or um, a little bit demotivated because uh, I got tired a lot <laughs> and I read the comic, I read the review and it feels like I got 
the force <laughs> <laughs> sending you know i get sent uh, a lot of force uh, from out there from the reviews and i absorb the force and then i got energized again and and that makes me able to to continue uh, delivering uh, the best because kevin uh, kevin scott he he wrote a lot of uh, interesting and complicated scenes in the comic he even wrote uh sorry to your hand ario in the script <laughs> uh, so he knows that it's go- it's very complicated and it's it's g- going to be tough for me to draw and that's why i got tired but um i enjoy it i enjoy uh drawing all those scenes even though i know that i will end up you know exhausted but i truly enjoy drawing all those because of our love to star wars and we want to make it as epic as as we can be and uh and to to know that you guys appreciated uh what we did it means a lot uh it means the world it means the universe <laughs> for us and for me and i just want to genuinely thank you thank you so much for that uh if you want to see more of my work you can go to instagram it's basically all of my handle are ario anin uh you know combined and without the dito so ario anin uh there's instagram twitter and facebook it's ario anin dito um and uh please uh stand by and read the the next comic that i'm going to that is going to be released which is uh obi-wan the first one uh obi-wan number one i had a lot of fun making it and i i hope you guys will feel the same when you guys read it uh if if possible you can read it while listening to the force theme <laughs> it will be especially the first pages oh you you have to listen to that theme by john williams while reading it uh you you're going to feel the old memories back and uh, i want to thank the people at marvel mark panicia and um especially Mark Panicia and then uh, the people at Lucas for, for trusting me uh, to do Star Wars, to do more Star Wars because I'm a huge fan and uh, I'm more of a, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. That's first. And then number two, I'm a, I'm an artist. So I'm, I'm a bigger fan than I am um, uh, as an artist. So this is, uh, this means a lot to me. The Star Wars means a lot to me. I will not do anything that will ruin or destroy Star Wars because uh, I still want to live, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, knife, and uh, and and I want this. This this is going to be a, a great memory, a, a great portfolio, a great career path uh, that I will always remember. You know, later when I'm old, I will like tell my grandchildren like i created this <laughs> i draw obi-wan because i know obi-wan will live forever mm-hmm. even though like uh, sir alec guinness is no longer with us even though later when i'm no longer in this world star wars will live on forever ever and ever and um i hope people will read uh, you know our comics our books and know that um there's this guy in, in 
Indonesia is having a lot of fun on on drawing and creating the comic for you guys. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Well, yes, thank, thank you, you for being on the show. It was lovely. You, you uh, your contributions to Star Wars are are, are amazing. Um, we have the entire YouTube community. We thank you. Um, we especially thank your wife for, for <laughs> making motivation. sure that you uh, provide the, the proper motivation. Um, and you have a standing invitation. Anytime you wanna you wanna join us back on on, on the show, you you let us know, and and we thank you. We so would much. love to talk to you more because we could we could talk to you all day if, if you know. <laughs> yeah, me too. So if, if, <laughs> if we could, so yeah, you guys are fun. I can talk with you all day long as well. Yeah, thank you so much. Time, for time zones notwithstanding, you know. <laughs> yes, time zones and daylight savings time notwithstanding. <laughs> uh, we 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 will have a standing invitation. So again, thank you, thank you, Ario, for for You're joining welcome. us. Thank you to all of you. You for for joining us uh and until the next time we see you may the force be with you may the force be with you all all right so that was our interview with ario Inedito. another big thank you to ario for taking the time to to speak with us i hope you all liked it because uh we had a great time talking with him and uh and he's just an, an awesome person and we are glad that he is a part of the star wars community but that is going to do it for this week's episode of the cosmic force don't forget to like and subscribe to the show right here on youtube where you can hear us live every wednesday night at 8 p.m eastern we also encourage you to subscribe to our audio version on whatever podcast platform you listen to you can also follow us follow us on twitter and tweet at the show at cosmic force show to stay informed about star wars comics happenings or you can follow the host individually i'm at ty rags emma is at irma jedi 26 caleb is at caleb laminick and jacob is at jacob bosch for reviews articles and news for the rest of the expanded universe be sure to visit utini.com we also encourage you to join our utini discord community by going to utini.com discord and you can help support the show by heading to patreon.com utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just five dollars a month a special thank you to okay and our brian Dooley, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, as well as Matt Billington, Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Thank you again to Emma, Caleb, and Jacob for hosting with me tonight. Thank you to Ario Enedito for taking the time to meet to speak with us. Thank you for those of you joining us live tonight, and thank you to our listeners wherever and whenever you are joining us. We truly appreciate all all of your time. We hope to see you again next week, but until then, may the force be with you.